Hey, Echo Online fam. Welcome to Echo Sunday service at Echo. It is our heart that you find your place, your people, and your purpose. If you are new to Echo's online service, you can expect this to last around 45 minutes. We start with our Echo band, hear a message from Pastor Andy, and have a time of response. Now, this season can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. But one thing I know we can agree on as a church is that it is a season to live generously. We wrapped up our Operation Christmas Child Project last week, giving away hundreds of boxes. Go team, go. Now we are moving into our Build-A-Bag project. We are hoping to gather as a church to build bags for the Landing and Riverside Engage Elementary. Each bag will be filled to the brim with necessities to assist families during this season. Online fam, there are two different ways that you can be involved. Email in to receive a list of items that you can shop for and drop off at Echo, or simply give online with an additional donation under the generous line item. Once again, there's nothing Echo loves more than meeting the needs of our community, but we can't do it without you. So partner with us and make a difference right here in Rochester. Thanks for joining us online. Don't forget, let us know you're out there. Comment, like, share, throw up your favorite gift, whatever you're feeling. And of course, enjoy Echo Online Service.
Jesus for your word father God thank you for your promises Lord that all things are possible through Christ who strengthen us we thank you Jesus we come to you this morning we ask that your presence would come into this room and allow us to enter into the gates of worship with you this morning God I pray that you would touch every heart in this room and allow us to be with you this morning father
Jesus, in the quietness of this moment, God. God, I just thank you so much for the power that you have within us, Jesus, in this place. God, and I pray that we wouldn't forget of the power. God, we would be reminded in, in worship and of grace, God, this morning that your power is within us, Jesus. God, that you've appointed us for this very moment in this very city, God, to be a light in the midst of darkness around, Jesus. God, we rid of ourselves, we pour ourselves out on the altar this morning, God. Less of us and more of you, Jesus, in this place in our lives, we surrender it to you. God, there is no virus, God, there is no power that is gonna withhold the power that you've given us in this place to chase after your love every day, to chase after the faithfulness, Jesus. God, pour us out. God, fill us with new wine this morning. God, fill us with new wine this morning, God. change or be changed that is the question what the hey what's up echo online community i just want to say this happy thanksgiving are you watching this on monday cyber monday i don't really know uh, but here's the deal we are in the middle of 15 days of change as a community as individuals and if you're new to this concept, I wanna welcome you to the first day of the rest of your life. You started with us last week, welcome to the eighth day. Can I count? Yes, I can. For the rest of your life. My point is this, it's, it's never too late to change. I know a lot of us think that we're on a railway, we're heading north, we're heading south, whatever it might be. I'm telling you what, we are not on a train, we can get off and we can enter a different mode of transportation and jump into a car and go wherever we want in life. I'm telling you, it's never too late to change. What we've been doing is we've been leaning into the middle of Jesus's longest message, his longest sermon, but he makes this super short comment right in the middle. He says this, don't throw to dogs what is holy or don't throw your pearls to the pigs. I had suggested last week that a modern day paraphrase is this, is don't throw your kernels to dad. Or what I'm really saying is don't waste your popcorn because see, popcorn is, or uh, don't, don't waste your popcorn. See, life is quite a bit like a popcorn bowl until it's empty. And see, what I feel is this, is Jesus is urging us to be a good steward of what God given us. But many times, honestly, we navigate through life like this. Never done this before. <laughs> and specifically this last week, man, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, man, it's so easy to just get stuck and 
convinced to just jump into that chaos. I mean, just watch Black Friday fails on YouTube, man. It's like mind blowing and honestly, pretty sad. I just wanna tell you this one thing. Uh, a deal isn't always the deal, but sometimes a deal has an ability to steal. Steals our peace, steals our own personal prosperity. And honestly, the worst thing is it steals our presence from the people we love the most. And honestly, I don't think there's a better time to start digging out of the wasteland of our own past decisions and maybe our financial or physical states and start asking God to help us dig streams to a better future. See, our biggest asset we have in life is our time. But if we're not careful, we'll waste it. And how we spend or invest, honestly, our money and our dollars is a clear reflection on where our heart is and our, where our priorities lie. And honestly, today, we have a treat for you today. For those that are watching online, I've asked my good friend Scott to take a moment and to share with the Echo community his gift. Many of you, you assume or you may not know this, but Scott is not employed by Echo. He is a volunteer, I mean super volunteer. He is on the Echo team uh, and he doesn't get paid for it. And honestly, he's like an operating elder and he's really very honestly meaningful to me personally. But in fact, what he does is what you may not know is he's a financial advisor and he's really humble. And honestly, he's really, really good at what he does. In fact, he's great at what he does and he has tons of wisdom to share with you today. So let us lean in today and see what he says about what we could do in the next 15 days to change how we manage and invest our finances. Echo. I've got a secret and I've got to get off my chest. I've held on to this for a long time and I just need to share it with someone so I appreciate you being here. Normally right now you'd see Pastor Andy up here with this kind of flowing blonde locks. You know, like you saw him a second ago. But I need you to know something. It's actually a toupee. It's a rug. But don't tell him I told you. He's a little sensitive about it. So if we could just keep this between us, I would really appreciate it. So now that we have that out of the way, let's do a little, uh, let's do a little digging. Now, I've been doing some research into what, what it's like to make life change. For most of us, we try to make life change on when? New Year's Day, right? New Year's resolutions, they're super common. More than half the country makes a New Year's resolution. So more than half of us are making these resolutions. How many do you think are keeping them? It's not none, but it's pretty close. Less than 10% of people are doing that. Less than 10% of the people are keeping them. Now, all of us have made some sort of resolution, or maybe 20, and we started on January 1st, and we didn't even make it till Valentine's Day, or maybe we didn't make it till Groundhog Day. Heck, honestly, there's probably times we didn't make it till January 2nd. What does that tell us about change? It's really hard to make lasting change. Now, there are two areas that are the most difficult to make lasting change. Any guesses? We'll come back to that in just a minute. Now grab your Bibles or your Bible app and let's go to Matthew 7. So Matthew 7, verse 7 through 11 says this. Ask and you will receive. Search and you will find. Knock and the door will be open for you. 
Everyone who asks will receive. Everyone who searches will find. And the door will be opened for everyone who knocks. Verse 9 says, Would any of you give your hungry child a stone if the child asked for some bread? Would you give your child a snake if they asked for a fish? As bad as you are, and I am, you still know how to give good gifts to your children. But your Heavenly Father is even more ready to give good gifts to people who ask. Now, this week was a really important holiday that I'm guessing most of you celebrated. Am I right? No, not Thanksgiving, Black Friday. Now, either you pushed your way through a store, maybe elbowed somebody on the way, or you shopped online. Now, verse 11 says, even as bad as we are, we still know how to give good gifts. Even if we had to push some elderly lady out of the way to get that great TV deal, we still know how to give good gifts. How much better is God in the gift-giving department? What a great reminder of how generous God is. For most of us, we read the scripture and that's what we take out of it. What if we looked at it from a different perspective? I want to dig a little deeper into this and think about it maybe in a little bigger context. What if this is a challenge to us to think beyond ourselves and our family? What if this scripture is exactly that? Let's, do, let, let's think beyond. Let's think bigger than just our family. Now, you know Echo is all about the community. During a year of volatility and crazy unknown, God has given us the castle to meet in person. And we're going to be meeting here through the middle of next year. But after that, we need God to do a miracle. This next year, we're believing God for a permanent facility only thing we can do, though, the only way we can do that is if the church is tr financially strong. But for us to be a church that's financially strong, we need families that are financially strong. All right, here I am. I told you I'd be on this bike, ready to go, 30 minutes a day, and here I am. Now, earlier I asked you guys, what are the two areas that are the hardest to kind of get your life in order. We're the two places we struggle with the most. And I'm guessing if you thought about it at all, you know it's the physical and it's the financial. It's the, it's the workout and it's the dollars. Now, Andy really likes alliteration, so I'm gonna stick with the physical and the financial. Andy, I hope you're proud. Now, you know my commitment. Here I am, 15 days, 30 minutes on here, and I'm gonna apologize because there's a decent chance that I'm gonna start breathing heavier in here, and you might not understand me quite as well, so I'm gonna do my best, as I'm out of breath already, trying to, just, just trying to communicate. So just hang with me here. So, so we've been doing this, uh, we're plugging away, we're on day eight, and so far, so good. Now one of the main reasons that I've been successful so far is that I have friends that I text with, and we harass each other about how long we ride the bike or how long we're doing those things, and I've, I've been posting some really bad, sweaty-faced videos on social media, and I do that every day. I just recently learned how to post Instagram stories, so I'm sorry you've had to look at my face. But get some people in your life that encourage you and support you and, and just are along for the ride. I got a shout out to my buddy, Patrick. Patrick is brand new to Echo, and because of some of the life choices he's been making, I was like, man, I wanna do this. I wanna be involved in this. So, I uh, just want to say shout out, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate what you're doing. Love you and your family, man. So with all that said, let's look at some areas where God maybe wants to encourage us to change. 
Now, I am pedaling on my very overpriced bike. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about, instead of three points, three ideas, we're gonna talk about three intervals, right? While I am over here breathing hard. So, three intervals towards some financial strength. And if you take these steps, it will make a huge difference in your life as well as God's kingdom. So interval number one, right? I'm starting to go uphill and I feel it. My legs are not happy with me right now, but live on less than you make. It turns out this is a very un-American thing to do. Americans are spending more and more of their income. It exceeds their income. And honestly, I don't see it changing anytime soon. Now, the Bible never actually forbids us from taking out loans to having debt, but many verses go out of their way to discourage it. The second half of Proverbs 22.7 says, The borrower is slave to the lender. Hebrews 13.5 says, Keep your life free from the love of money and keep content with what you have. And Proverbs 21.20 says, The wise store up choice foods and olive oil but the fool gulps theirs down. So think about that. The wise stores up, the fool consumes everything. It's quite simple, don't be a fool, right? All right, so interval number two, and I'm actually breathing heavier now, so I'm gonna apologize. <laughs> All right, so you gotta, it, interval number two is invest in the future. So without a doubt, you need an emergency fund, right? Because it turns out emergencies happen and they don't give you a warning ahead of time. If you have kids, maybe planning to pay their college education is really important to you. Retirement is a goal for most people, but the only way you can make it through a financial emergency, help your kids go to college and retire someday, is to sacrifice something less important today for those things that are more important in the future. So Proverbs 13.1 says, wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. Think of this as the bamboo roots that Pastor Andy talked about last week. It's just very memorable. I've been thinking about this. For five years, those roots grow and spread and do all the things that they're supposed to do. And nobody gets to see any of it. And then the fruit comes. It was an investment for those five years. Gather little by little to help prepare for the future. And interval number three, which is probably a good thing because I'm going to start panting here soon live for more than yourself. What if each of us decided that we wanted to be generous with our time, with our energy, with our resources? Proverbs 19, 17 says, whoever is generous to the poor lends to the Lord and he will repay him for his good deeds. The character of God is to include us though we don't deserve it. He paid the ultimate price for us. He sacrificed everything for us. He gave us the pinnacle of living for more than just himself. And we are to take that to heart and begin to live for more. We have one of the best Sundays coming up. On December 13th, it will be Build-A-Bag Sunday right here at the castle. Now, Build-A-Bag Sunday, Be the Church Sunday is one of the most incredible days of the entire year, and you'll get to see your giving at work immediately. But let's not forget about the future. Over the next 15 days, I challenge you to pray about playing a part in the long-term permanence of Echo Church. On December 13th, on Be the Church Sunday, would you commit 
to giving some financial gift as an investment in what God is doing in Echo Church and through Echo Church in 2021 and beyond. In Mark 12, starting in verse 41, Jesus sat opposite the place where the offerings were being put and watched the crowd putting their money in the temple treasury. Many rich people threw in large amounts, but a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins worth only a few cents. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, Truly I tell you, this poor widow has put in more in the treasury than all the others. Pray and consider, but don't worry about comparing yourselves to others. God knows your heart. Be willing to take a step out like the widow. There is an importance in learning about giving when you have little. For most of Jamie and my marriage, we had little. But when we got married, we committed to giving from the first dollar we earned. It hasn't always been easy, but it's been the priority. And I consider it an honor to give to and call Echo Church our home. Now, we have huge plans ahead of us next year, and we need you on board. Honestly, we can't do it without you. So true, Scott. Life is better together. And I just want to take a moment and just say thank you to you and Jamie and your beautiful family because you have taken so much time to invest into Echo Collectively, but also us personally. And you honestly model this subscription to generosity. You give weekly, daily, monthly, yearly, uh, through your life. And it's way beyond finances. And I just want you to hear that straight from me today. Thank you so much. Uh, I was given this image echo of a baby learning how to walk and I felt like it was the Lord telling me, reminding me of our current state. There's so many new people to church and I just wanna take a moment, and I don't do this often, but I wanna give God's perspective, God's biblical perspective on giving, a little bit of a historic run through the Bible really quickly, okay? In Genesis 14, 20, we find Abraham introduces what we know as the tithe, which just simply means a tenth. Abe has just experienced in this story, the victory, and his response, keyword response, is to give 10% of what he had just earned. He had received something and his response was to give. And from that point forward, we see a thread of 10% in the Old Testament. In fact, a very common scripture that you may have heard is in Malachi 3 verse 10. And it says this, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. What's the storehouse? What's my house? It's in Jesus's day, the temple and the synagogue in the modern day world we live in, it's the church. And God's saying this, bring in the 10th to the church and test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much, this is awesome, blessing that there would be no room enough to store it. God is saying this, he's saying two things. He wants Echo Church to be blessed, so blessed that we have so much margin and uh, that we don't know what to do with it, to be honest. But he also is saying he wants to bless those who give. <laughs> and some of you feel like, man, it's so hard for me to give because, man, I got nothing left over. 
I mean, isn't that, isn't that kind of a funny concept? Isn't that funny how it works? And honestly, I believe God wants to say to you, test me. And this is what he says, give to me first and see that I will meet your needs and even more. And then we see when it comes to the New Testament, Jesus comes onto the scene and he starts talking about giving. In fact, there, if there's any subject that Jesus talks a lot about, it's actually giving. And he shares this one story. He's sitting in the temple. He's watching a bunch of people bring their tithe and plus more to the storehouse. But he makes this one point. Even though you might bring your 10% out of obligation, you still will miss and you can miss the point. And then he shares, as Scott did already, he shared about the widow bringing her last few coins. She gave it all. And I want to tell you this, when it comes to giving, giving to the church, giving back to God, the kingdom of God doesn't keep count with an amount. This is good. He keeps count of your heart. It's so good. I got to say this again. The kingdom of God doesn't keep count with an amount. He keeps count of your heart. But I want to tell you today, 10% is the starting block. Would you begin to give 10% of your income today? And honestly, the scale though is this. God wants us to give it all. I know, man, that is, that is an overwhelming word. Uh, but God wants your heart. And yes, it has a lot to do with your finances, but it has more to do with your heart. Now, down to the nitty gritty. Some of you call Echo Home. Many of you watch online church often and you've never given. And I'm not trying to guilt you at this moment, but I am trying to challenge you. And I'm trying to tell you The truth is it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. And you've received a lot from Echo. But I'm telling you what, (laughs) would you begin to give and find out that there's yet to be more received? But it's by your act of participating and giving back. And I'm telling you what, you will be so blessed. Here's the deal, if we're not careful, and because we live in this consumer mindset world culture, it's so easy to become takers. And as Pastor Christie mentioned last week, it is okay, as we talked about our everyday essential checklist, it's okay to be a giver, it's not okay to be a taker. I wanna remind you again, Would you put that on your checklist? Would you become a giver? Because it's a true blessing when we give. And here's the big ask. I want to ask you today. I don't do this often, but I'm just going to go straight to the point. Will you give today? You love Echo. You love Echo's involvement inside of this community. You love Echo's support. You love the message. And honestly, it's time for you to invest into what we are calling Echo Permanence. Scott was right. This next year is huge. This next nine months is very pivotal for us as a church. And I'm just going to tell you kind of what's behind the curtain. Man, it's currently awesome to be here, to be operating at the castle 
at this very moment, but it may not be available to us next year. I believe God wants us to prepare for the future. Collectively gasp, (gasps) but then also begin to pray with us. That God does a miracle just as he did a miracle for us to get us here. I believe God's going to get us there, wherever that might be. It might be here too. I don't know. But what I want to do is I want us to start preparing today. I want us to move beyond prayer. We ask be committed to prayer, but then we, us, we would begin to participate. So this is a few things I want to ask you. Would you consider giving to Echo today? Honestly, like a subscription. (laughs) I mentioned that with Scott. Just like he has a subscription with his, like he called, overpriced bike. Per month, he pays to invest into his health. And I'm just wondering, would you consider giving to Echo today, weekly, monthly, Yearly, my wife and I do that. We've automatically set it online, so it's kind of out of sight, out of mind, but it's with and from our heart. Number two is this. Would you consider giving through Echo? Would you give beyond that 10% to make sure that we have a lasting impact in our city today? And then lastly, would you invest in what we're calling Echo Permanence so that we can be here to stay Yes, physically in a building that we could call our own. And honestly, on December 13th, I want want us to come together online and in person and give an extra gift, a seasonal gift, an end-of-the-year gift to kickstart the lasting impact that Echo Church is called to make inside of families, inside of this community, and in your home. And so here's the scale. You can ask God. It's Honestly, I talk to you about once a year about giving. You should ask God more, but ask God today this. How and how much do you want me to be involved today when it comes to the echo permanence? Is it 10% or is it all? <laughs> Lord, we come to you today. I as pastor cannot answer that, but you can. So God, those who are Tuning in today online, God, I just ask that you would place a number right now in their mind, God, that's bigger than themselves, that's bigger than uh, this, their family. God, in fact, it would be a number that honestly is almost miraculous because, God, you want to be tested and you want to show that you can come through even on this type of scenario. God, we just ask that you would bless those who are consider, consider giving. And God, that you would bless Echo Church and that God, you would help us honestly put roots down to stay in this city for a long, long time. Now, for those that are watching online, you're like, man, you talk a lot about money. Normally we don't. Honestly, the one thing you need to hear is this, is thank God that Jesus didn't just share a story about a woman that gave all. He actually lived it out. And he did that for you. I'm telling you this, for those that are watching maybe Echo for the first time, God doesn't need your money, but he wants your heart. God's asking you today, would you surrender your life? Even though you don't have all the answers, you don't have it all figured out, would you begin to take a step-by-step daily relationship and process 
uh, with God today. And we believe it starts with a simple prayer. And I'm going to invite you to pray that with us today. Echo Community, pray along with us. Jesus, I surrender. I have more questions than answers, but I choose to follow you anyway. I acknowledge that you lived, you died, and you rose again, all with us in mind. I accept the rescue that you offer. Save me and lead me in Jesus' name and his authority. Amen. Father everlasting, the all-creating one, God Almighty, and through your Holy Spirit, conceiving Christ the Son, Jesus our Savior. Will you stand with us and worship this morning? I believe in God our Father. I believe in Christ the Son, I believe 